going to be able to see me, I don't think, because the computer froze, but I'm James Hake, this is the Hake Report, just look at this beautiful headline and beautiful sunrise, I guess, is what it was from Boxing Day. Um, it is Wednesday, January 8th, 2020. What do you think? You want to, we want to just end and restart the stream in order to fix it or re restart it or something? Studio, it was a Studio 5. Oh yeah, let's see if it comes back. So, what's up guys? You do not see me, I don't think. Hopefully. But you do see this headline from the sun that says, Dawn of Evil, Incredible Red Devil Horns, Sunrise Photos Captured During the Rare Solar Eclipse Mirage Over the Persian Gulf. And it was taken by this photographer man. It's cool pics named Elias Chasiotis. E-L-I-A-S-C-H-A-S-I-O-T-I-S. -S -S. Elias Chasiotis, amateur photographer. On Boxing Day, which I think is the day after Christmas. And it looks so cool. Basically what you're looking at, if you're watching the video stream, <laughs> which is, we're having issues. Sorry guys, but whatever. The computer's black. <laughs> So uh, you're looking at the sun with the moon in front of it. The sun is rising, and it's rising above the ocean, the Persian Gulf, really. Water. And the light is getting kind of bent and stuff, so it looks like... It looks kind of like devil horns, because the, you see the circle of the sun, but the sun, sun is kind of dipped below the horizon. Whether you're a flat earther or a round earther, ball tard, or flat tard, you see the moon coming up and kind of covering it and making it look like horns. It's cool. And this came out on the 8th, just yesterday, from the sun. Funny that it came out in the sun, which is a British tabloid type of outlet. Liberal. And um, came out the same, around the same time that the Iranians started shooting at us. We're going to give it a couple of more minutes. If not, then we'll restart the stream or something. Yeah. So, um, by the way, since we're talking about Iran and all that stuff, I want to know, which I don't know if I'll ever know, was Soleimani the guy that we, we killed, America killed? We drone-striked him under Trump's order, and another guy, Ara Iraq guy, who was supposedly behind the protests that, you know, the riots that slammed the U.S. Embassy in Baghdad? And three other people, five people total in two cars or vehicles. Was that guy, Soleimani, Qasim, General Qasem Soleimani, was he actually behind those killings of Americans? Was he behind those uh, IEDs? Because according to journalist, activist, and YouTuber Vincent James of the Red Elephants, 
the, the notion that General Qasem Soleimani was behind those IEDs that, you know, roadside bomb type things that killed 600 American soldiers, I think, was from George W. Bush's Vice President Dick Cheney. And for, partly for that reason, this Vincent James seems to take it with a grain of salt. He's not saying Soleimani was a good guy or a bad guy. He thinks he probably was a bad guy. But we used to be friends with him. He helped us fight ISIS. Of course, it's in his interest. It's in Iran's interest to fight ISIS, their competition. Iran prefers to support other terrorists. Am I right? I don't know. Whatever. Um, so I'm just I'm calling it into question because I heard it called into question. But I have said that according to what people claim, he was... He kind of was like a mastermind of, oh, let's IED the, the American soldiers in Iraq. And according to um, the uh, guy who called in to the show, Lynn from Chicago, he did, um, he did, he was behind it. He was behind the killing of many American soldiers on the very road where he was drone striked. Drone struck and killed. Just an interesting side note. I just don't know what's up. It's hard to tell what the truth is. So, um, you know what, guys? This is a little bit obnoxious, I think. In my mind, it's obnoxious. Maybe you guys are enjoying not looking at me. <laughs> but I think I want to restart the stream. What does it take? Does it take restarting the computer or just restarting Wirecast? Joel's going to try something. So if, if I cut out, then you know what happened. I'll be back. Oh yeah, nice. Appreciate that. Dang, Joel's a genius. That 30% kicking in. Or maybe it's the 70%. Blacks are smart. I say this with a straight face. 60%. Oh, you're 30, 60, and then um, part engine. <laughs> red? You have some red in you? Yeah. 10% red. <laughs> nah, I don't know. Uh, but right on, Joel. Thank you. Appreciate that. So, you know what, guys? Um, it is Wednesday, January 8th, 2020, live in hour four of the Jesse Lee Peterson show stream. And you guys can weigh in, um, on this, you know, Trump saying, oh, we, we're, ba Iran basically stood down, is what he's saying. We'll see what happens. But it is interesting that people tend to freak out and assume stuff is going to happen that isn't going to happen or hasn't yet happened. They act like it has happened. And they assume that Jesse Lee Peterson or Hake or Trump or whoever is for something that they're not for, such as like war or whatever. When it's not true, they just make these assumptions. And they make an ASS out of UME. <laughs> What's up, Matt Kruger? White power. You can't do this for white power. It has to be open hand. <laughs> Not playing. So um, I'm going to get to your calls. 888-775-3773. I believe that Jesse Lee Peterson, yes, I know, was he, he was wearing a t-shirt today that I, I almost wore it. We called each other. I almost wore it. I was thinking, oh, who cares if I wear it? Mine is a little bit different colors, colors, 
But he wore a t-shirt that said, never tell a woman your problems. And in fact, it said, never, ever, ever, never, 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 ever, 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 never, but never, ever, never, 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 tell a woman your problems. By Jesse Lee Peterson. And, um, it's good advice. Who of you guys have done it? Raise your hand. I did. I told my mom my problems. <laughs> and I was a grown adult, too. I did not know necessarily better. But, yeah, I was in college. I was telling my mom, mother my problems. I was a mama's boy and didn't even know it. Um, so, um, I'm gonna get to some calls, but... I do want to get to some predictions for the 20s. Did you know that we're in the 20s? That's so weird to say the 20s, we're in the 20s, because I'm thinking the 1920s, not that I was around. I wonder, was it, were any of my grandparents, was my grandfather, either of my grandfathers, were they born in the 20s? I think they were. But I could be wrong. I think they might have been. Interesting. Um, so I have some interesting predictions for the 20s, and some of them I am pretty sure of. Actually, I don't know if any of them I'm sure of, because we don't know what the future holds, right? I would be just like those people assuming that we're in World War III, or assuming that we're going to hit a civil war. We just don't know what the future is. First, let me get to some calls, and then I'll get to, into this hat tip to my de facto producer, Dylon. He... He gave me some ideas, I got some listener ideas, and some of you guys can call in with your predictions for the 20s. Not just 2020, but 2020 through 2029, through the end of 2029. Interesting. Or is it supposed to be called 2029? Let me get to Louie out of Idaho. Louie, I tried to get to you yesterday, I think, but I didn't hear you a couple of times. I, I, I'm sorry, man. I probably hung up. Oh, no I worries. I think Trump will be reelected, and his son will be elected after him. You think Don... And my son is a Marine, and I'm so happy. Right on, man. Appreciate that, yeah. uh, that prediction. You think Don Jr. is <laughs> going to get elected? You think... I hope so. I hope he runs. You know, I like Don Jr. Um, he is making some life mistakes, in my opinion, and I think in the Bible's opinion. Um, give, give me some. Give me some mistakes. Mistakes, as in di- divorcing, I don't, divorcing and remar or and getting with that um, older woman. Uh, All right. Well, Kimberly you know, Guilfoyle. Okay. Yeah, and but it's, and happened, you it, know? it's an important thing. But it is, and it is a kind of a beta move. He's like a beta version of his father, who's you know who did some errors like that. He well, didn't he's get got his dad is an advisor. Come on. Yeah, he's. But as far as politics goes, he seems pretty decent. He is friends with Charlie Kirk, but Charlie Kirk, he's not always wrong. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know who that is. Charlie Kirk is, is a guy that's um, kind of a standard. He's more of like a libertarian kind of conservative yeah. young guy, but he's not exactly conservative. But um, yeah. some things he's right about, so whatever. And he's very successful. He's brought to he's started TPUSA, which is a successful outlet.
for whatever reason, like he got a lot of funding, whatever. But whatever. Um, still, I do like Don Jr. He has a great Twitter feed, great Instagram feed. I like that. Um, you know, he posts a lot of. He has a beautiful family, even though it is a broken family now. But his kids are cool, and so I I wish him well. I well, you, really you know respect more about him. it than I do. What his family's broken? What does that mean? By his family's broken, I just mean that he's divorced from his wife, the mother of those kids. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, that. and I, I don't know, know if that's his wife's fault or his fault or both. You know, no, usually it's not his fault. It's her fault. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, he seems like a all right guy. I prefer him, to be honest, to um, Ivanka, and I do kind of like Ivanka and Jared Kushner. I don't know if I like what they've been pushing for. Uh, in fact, I don't like what they've been pushing for. She's been pushing for this women leadership thing, which is misguided, but um, I really respect the father, and I, I like that they both respect their father. They really, they're really well-adjusted people, let's say that. Let's you know, put I it told, that way. I told my son, you know, it's going to be Trump, Trump, and Pence. <laughs> but I think it's going to be Trump, Trump, and Trump. Maybe Trump so. Trump king. Yeah. First of all, Trump should be king. Yeah. yeah I, I'm just joking about that. <laughs> Trump, Trump, and Trump. Yeah. Your son. He's got a good, good father. He's got a great father. He's got a good True. advice. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it, Louie. Thank you, man. Thank you for your predictions. All right, take it easy, man. All right. Okay, bye. You too. Rick out of Hampton, Virginia. Rick, what's up? What's up, brother James, man? Love you, man. Like your show, man. The Thank you. Report. <laughs> la, la, la. What's going on, man? Not much. Man. What do you man? You... Y'all had church service Sunday, man, and it was a great question that y'all um, said, the way to um, ask about racism. You know how most most um, blacks and, you know, Spanish people, people of color, as they say, always right. say, only whites can be racist. But y'all cleared up with a profound question. Okay, if you take all the whites out, would it still be racism? <laughs> and the answer is yes, because somebody else will come up and think they you know, whatever, you know. They're never going to be happy. They're miserable people. You know, the people that right. hate whites. Anybody, mm-hmm. who, anybody who's fallen to hatred, which is most of us, is miserable or are miserable. Yep. Yeah. And you know, I hate to say this, a lot of, a lot of angry kids come from single mother homes. Yep. That's, and they, you know, and, 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 it, and it really does. Same with the men. I mean, they're like, they, they, they get these um, young blacks thinking that the police is out there be staking out trying to kill them, which ain't the truth. I you know. know. And I and I preach all the time, if anybody, I don't care who you are, you do the right thing and do what you're supposed to do, you'll be fine. Yeah. You, you know, know and, um, you know you, you brought up single mother homes and that's true, single parent homes. It's not just that though. We've I mean this is kind of an obvious point, but we've noticed that uh the the weakness of Men in the so-called two-parent homes. They've oh, just I surrendered. They've, with that. They're basically not there either. <laughs> not yeah, there as real what? men. And it's like the men are trying to compete with the mothers to be nurturing. That's not their job. Yeah. I agree totally with that. It's like the the man is um trying to get his kids. He's nurturing them. And um and my wife was trying to get me to be like this. He said, you have to do more things with mom today. I said, you know what? 
my main focus when it comes to my kids that I lead them with a strong spiritual, spiritual background, and I want to live a life that they see, if you do right, that you will be fine. That's the life I want them to see. I don't want to be nothing else but that. Yeah. You know, as people get further away from that, based in real- from being based in reality, mm-hmm. I think that it's just going to continue to get worse. People are going to get more and more feminized. That's one of my predictions for the 20s. Although, I do, I do predict, too, that more and more people are going to continue waking up because you hear them practically every day. Definitely m- more than every week. Maybe a f- couple times, a few times every week. Calling into the Jesse wow. Lee Peterson show and, and coming to church, waking up from that type of female mindset. No, some of them are going to, most of them I say are going to get worse and some of them are going to get better. Because they because that's what's happening now. So I think that's going to continue. And you You can see, I can look back over my lifetime and just look at how the style has gotten more feminized. Even black style. Look at, look at this guy named Dwight Howard. I think I showed him, I think I showed pictures of him. Yeah, they had some tight pants, man. They were so tight that they were um, yoga pants. Yeah, and then like his hair, he used to look kind of like a man. He looked like a normal style person. And then you look at his hair, he looks like a child now. He looks like one of those child rappers, like those little kid. He would look fine if he were 5'4", young and small, with his yeah. wild hair. Show pictures of his hair. I think I didn't show it to anybody yet. I think I showed it to a buddy of mine. He looks like a goof. <laughs> To use a Canadian word. Yeah. That's okay. sad. You yeah. know, and he, he comes from a single parent home, too, I believe. Maybe so, man. But I was just shocked because I thought of him as, like, just like this normal masculine guy. Looks looks like a normal person. And then now he looks like this with this purple wild hair. Tattoos all over his his body. And his skin is not dark enough to hide the tattoos. <laughs> Normal blacks wow. have really dark skin, so the tattoos don't show that bud much. But anyways, like his he looks like from the from the face down, he looks like a grown man, but then once you get to the he- top of the head, it's like these wild weird African braids <laughs> to quote Jesse. It that looks goofy. Nice. And show the pictures of how he used to look. He used to look like like he had dignity. And I've just seen that in that type of and that's just a, you know, that's just a symptom. The, you, you know that the way that he's, that way that people in general are living, including, mm-hmm. look at him. He looks so much better. He looks like Michael Jordan. And Michael Jordan is no, like, picture of masculinity either. He's kind of a Democrat, right? But at least he adds mm-hmm. a little sense. But I don't know. It's just a mess. Yeah, he's living his like- truth, says Mr. Me seeks, but yeah, so um, I predict feminism and femininity is going to in- continue increasing in, in males, but some are, some are really waking up, and a lot of you guys are really living it, so I respect you guys for that. That's cool. We see it in the men's hey, my- forums all the time in, in when the, we have our monthly men's forums at, at Bond here in Los Angeles, so that's cool. Well, did you hear in Atlanta that James how the police can't chase criminals? Yeah, and that's a Man. that's that's from a white lesbian <laughs> police chief who came out and quietly in 2017. Shout out to 
Spoiler alert for that tip. Boy, look what godless people would do. Yeah. You know how people, how, how liberals, whether you black, white, they would destroy everything. Look at California, you guys are at, man. They got... Teachers can't even say none to the kids. What on earth? And you know, man, you know, man, I don't even blame just the liberals because the conservatives are so weak and pathetic. And the conservatives. What do you mean by that when you say they're weak, though, James? The conservatives. They won't stand up. Yeah, the conservatives are not really. They know better, but they're not actually awake. Being awake is not knowing better, it's actually like living it. But nobody's. Well, I say nobody, but so few are actually living it. They can call out the evil all around them, but they can't call it out of their own lives. And wow. so and so nobody is seeing a real excuse. <laughs> so you're saying they need to get over their anger to conservatives? Yeah, not just anger too, fear. I mean the fear is the same thing, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow, Anyways, that's... Rick. I appreciate you. No problem. You too, James. Love you guys. Keep up the good work. Don't all right. Take care. Let me get to Dennis out of Massachusetts and talk about Trump and Iran. Dennis, what's up? How you doing? Doing fine. What do you yeah, say? Uh, well, the man did it again. Who's that? He both Trump, the great white oak. Yeah. That, that was a smile. I think that was the smiling thing he did today. He 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 got his man. And he de-escalated uh, the uh, war, war crime. Yeah. Yeah, he did, because, you know, I was just uh, watching some clips of, uh, you know, Warren and uh, a few of the other Democrats in the media. He threw it right back in their faces. They, they <laughs> all had him start in World War Three. Right. You know? So he got up there. Very, what is, think about it, how smart it was. I mean, they stole the money. He's an animal. He was, a, he was an animal since 1979. And uh, so, I mean, uh, you know, they were at war with us since that time. So we even talk about, you know, we might go to war. Iran has been with, at, at war with America since 1960, and he's been behind, uh, he's one of the guys who took the hostages, and he's been behind every, all that stuff right up until now. I didn't know and, that he was uh, part of that. Maybe I did know. Oh, I yeah, might have he, even read that. Yeah, he was. He, yeah, he was one of the students. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, Salamani was one of the students. I, oh yeah, back in '79. I'm '75, so I, I mean, I go way back. Then. Nice. But uh, what, what Trump did today, he, he de-escalated. It was a smart move. I think that Iran deliberately missed their targets. I don't think they tried to kill anybody. Interesting. And, uh, you know, you got to understand that, uh, that he, was, he was allowed, Iran was allowed, allowed some wiggle room. It would say, is what they do. That's what world leaders do when they're on a, on a precipice of a war or something. They allowed them some wiggle room. Right. Uh, missed their targets. Nobody was hurt. Uh, Trump gets his men. And he throws it back in the media's face. They're all <laughs> talking about war, this, war, that. He's not capable of running in the White House. He's a genius. The guy yeah. pulled off nice. It was a beauty. Yeah. You, you know, know what it, do you think? It reminds me of like this like this worrying wife like pulling on the husband who's gonna do something and he takes some type of strong action that seems risky to everybody else watching from the sidelines. Yeah. 
you know, and it I ends up being the right thing. I don't know if yeah. it was the right thing. It seems like it was. Seems it, like it's it, ending well, right. It, it, definitely. Not, now it's all it, he threw right back. It's it, it's in Iran's uh, court now. Yeah. Now whatever. If Iran does something, we uh uh the president is well in his rights of uh, you know to go back and be justified, completely justified, and going in there and knocking out all his uh, missile sites and uh, everything. Yeah. You know what I mean. So he he, he escalated. Now it's in the Iran's court, and uh, it's just a smart move. It's a smart, real smart move. And then I'm going to tell you something else. I've been following Trump for a long time. When the guy makes a promise, I haven't seen. I I, I, don't, I don't know if anyone else that has tried, at least tried to keep that promise. Now he ran on keeping us out of the Middle, Middle East, you know, big wars and stuff like that. And, he, and, he, and he, I knew I knew there'd be you no know, foot soldiers in Iran. I knew that they wouldn't were not going to invade Iran. Yeah. Anyway, he gave his he gave his speech, and he made the the other candidate, Democratic candidate, a bunch of fools, and the media too. Yep. I just I just want to say that. Uh, okay. Yeah, I appreciate that, Dennis. Very good input. Uh, I enjoyed it. Thank you very much. All right. Take care. Have a good day. You as well. That is nice, man. I like hearing from guys like that who've been around a long time and can kind of see through the crap. It's nice to hear that. Isn't it nice? Uh, let me get to Charles out of St. Louis, Missouri. Charles, what's up? Hey, Hank. Hey, good to hear from you. Uh, yeah, uh, I was calling in about the uh, men becoming more feminine? Yes. Are you aware that our food, water, and uh, mostly everything we take in for nutrition is full of estrogen? Are you? Do you watch Infowars.com? I used to. Is that where you got it, or where did you learn this? No, no. Actually, I do study uh over YouTube and getting different views of what's actually going on. Okay. Right on. But men have are losing testosterone and they're being filled up with estrogen. You think that's the root problem? Uh for sure. If if you lower a man's testosterone intake they're not even being born with the, the testosterone that we used to be born with. Interesting, man. They're fed, drink water, uh, eat it fast foods, which is full of estrogen, uh-huh. and they become feminized. Well, man, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. That may well be, and not to diminish that point. Well, actually, this is to diminish that point. Oh, it's not the only factor. Hey, yeah, that's not the root that. issue. The root issue What's is the root issue? people. There's a whole lot of things diminishing masculinity, and yeah, the, the, there is bad food and bad whatever, water, all that stuff. But there is a increase of degenerate culture, which inherently brings reduces manhood. <laughs> Pornography reduces manhood. Um, what else? Hold on, Hank. 
all this other Who stuff. Who brought on that that degenerate uh, social behavior? Say it again. Who brought on that degenerate social behavior? I don't know. The people who are accepting it. What do you say? I think we're being programmed with it. By who? Movies, media, music, uh, feminists. Yeah, those those things are all, I think those things are all symptoms of the problem. And they're contributing to the problem. It turns into a vicious circle. But a lot of those yeah, people, a lot of those people promoting it are products of, of it, of the, of the problem, man. Yeah, but you got to get a starting point, Hank. It starts like when I was growing it, up. It really starts, I think, uh, with the individual. Husbands and wives on TV didn't even sleep in the same bed. They had twin beds in the in the master bedroom. Yeah, like I love it Lucy. Show. Yep. <laughs> now we know that's not how most Americans lived, but the social implication of not espousing sexual desires. Of the way we see it today was very important. Yeah. True. You know, it's interesting. I'm thinking back about these these TV shows like I Love Lucy. How come they only had little Ricky? Only one kid. And that was interracial. And then what about uh, they um the drums. they really couldn't have more kids to be too noisy. And then <laughs> And then uh, the Brady Bunch was what a blended family. Blended family meaning um, uh, six girls, six uh, no no three girls, three boys by a divorcee, divorcee. Yeah, getting re- remarried w- to mothers and fathers who each have kids already. That's really degenerate. <laughs> well, I don't the Brady Bunch is. I knew I didn't like the Brady Bunch for a good reason. <laughs> I never liked well, the Brady Bunch. It wasn't, it wasn't real, and nobody liked Marsha. Marsha? Is Marsha the mother? Jan. No, Jan. The middle sister. Oh, the middle child? How do you guys know this stuff? That's funny. I never, I never watched it, but my, my, uh, one of my Asian friends, he used to call my family the Brady Bunch. I was like, forget you. Because I didn't think the Brady Bunch was tough enough. Which I was right. The dad turned out to be homosexual, I think. In re- I mean, in real life. In real life. What a mess. At least he kept it private. I don't know if that was right for him to- was he- did he out himself or did somebody else out him? And is it true? Probably both. If yeah, I don't like that stuff. He and that put him in a position, so he probably did it to himself. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, the, the point is, man, yeah, men are becoming more and more and more feminized. I'm sure the water's not helping. <laughs> no, uh, the- uh, there's a oh I know what you're talking about uh, about infowars. You're talking about the frogs, right? Well, no, not just that. I was I was not actually thinking about the frogs. I like infowars. Owen Schroyer has Jesse Lee Peterson on every every month. I think um, he's a good guy, and uh, I respect Alex Jones well, way more than I respect the, the rest of the media. Changing the uh, that pesticides were changing the the set of frogs. Yeah. Uh, which it should be concerning to us since we eat the food that the pesticides are on. Good point, but, man. What did you hear? Yeah, something along those lines. I don't know. Yeah. 
But anyways, but, Charles, uh, I appreciate the tips. Thank you, man. We should watch out this, for that. You know what? In a long time, this is the first time we, not the first time, but in a long time, had a decent conversation. No, we've had decent conversations. We just like to. I, I said in a long time. <laughs> no, I, well, it's been a long time since you've called. I, I've liked pretty much every conversation, maybe every conversation that I've had with you. I've liked. I just know that you um, don't see Jesse Lee Peterson's wisdom. You think that he's like a false something or other. <laughs> oh, I wasn't even going to bring that up. It's a new year. Let old things be bygone. If you, if that is an old thing, if you don't no longer, if you want to repent of that, that's fine. I, I'll I give you a platform to repent. I'm just not bringing it up. <laughs> no, man, that's. I don't like to live that way. Actually, I kind of live that way with my family. When I go to my family, I won't necessarily bring up all this, all the uncomfortable stuff. <laughs> but I feel that that's a I little don't bit have beta. To agree with Jesse. God has to agree with Jesse. Right, which he does. Uh, Anyways, so Charles. Did you check with God? Um, <laughs> go, go ahead. Hey. We'll, t- we'll talk again. Take care, man. All right, buddy. All right. So, uh, let me just read. I will get to your ca- calls. Hang tight. I just want to h- share my predictions. It's for the 20s. Which, again, sounds weird. Hat tip to Dylan for the idea. It's a great idea. Reparations will be accepted more and more and more by the educated idiots. But shout out to Joe Kenyon for not accepting it. He is an educated idiot, but he does not accept the reparations nonsense. Appreciate that, Joe. Feminized culture will continue to take over the evil world. And the world is evil. Look. Look, as I said, about at the black style. Look at the difference. Dwight Howard turned... It just looks female to me. Even though it still is kind of a little boyish. It's boyish. It's not... He's becoming less looking like a man. It's strange. With the purple hair. Look how it descended from, mas- from masculine, or at least imitation masculine, to gay, to trans, to just outright female. All of, like, the, the, the culture. The values. We have like a female prime minister in Finland. We don't. I don't. But in Finland, they have a 34-year-old youngest, Sanna or Sanna Marin. Pretty girl, but she doesn't belong being prime minister. And she's pushing this four-day, six-hour, four-day work week, six hours a day working. Social, well, social media, oh, by the way, um, free speech is going away. That in America, free speech is going away. Some people will still say, speak it out. There's Sanna Marin, or whatever. White women. It's like, the pickings are getting slimmer and slimmer. <laughs> but actually, if, if the men were real men, then like we could kind of overcome their feminism. But anyways, um, free speech is going away. Hate speech laws are coming, I'm saying. To America. Hate crimes are, if you think about it, hate crimes exist, right? In America, so-called. The hate crime laws, I should say, exist. Hate crimes do not exist. The crime exists in all crimes tend to arise from hate, except for the ones that come from love that aren't actually, shouldn't be considered crimes. (laughs) Uh, They're already, hate crimes, if you think about it, are already a violation of the First Amendment. Say you hit somebody, that's the crime, right? 
but you hit somebody while saying N-word, or white boy, or F-word for gay guy, or um, stupid woman, or anti-Jew, like Jew, stupid Jew, whatever you want to say. That's your free. That's your free speech talking, and your your hand hitting is the is the crime. But your speech doesn't should not enhance that crime. That's um, first of all, people in general have a right to say whatever. You have a right to call me stupid white boy, baby Hitler, or whatever, racist, and I have a right to call you dumb black or dumb uh, Jew or dumb woman or dumb gay or dumb trans, whatever. It's a violation of the First Amendment to punish somebody disproportionately for happening to say that. People say those things. And you notice Trayvon Martin was like, creepy ass, I'm sorry, creepy A-word cracker (laughs) about um, George Zimmerman. And his girlfriend, Cupcake, rightly said that's how we talk. And that is how the blacks talk. They have the right to call the whites crackers. It's not racist. It's just how they talk. And, they, and they're not racist. They just hate white people. And they're suspicious of white people. And a lot of whites act creepy. <laughs> George Zimmerman may well have been kind of creepy. Who knows? But he had the right to follow him a little bit. Um, social, social media. So it's just, that's a violation of free speech already. And so hate speech is... A natural outgrowth of hate crimes laws. Um, so it's coming, I think. I, I hope I'm wrong. Will social media's free speech go away completely? We already don't have free speech on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Google. Um, not even DLive, as much as I like DLive. They preeminent, preemptively banned Alex Jones to avoid negative coverage. I mean, I'm putting that motive on... In their minds, I don't know if that's true, but they preemptively banned Alex Jones from their platform, right? So, even D Live, which I love and respect, um, doesn't support free speech. Who else? Even Gab, <laughs> Savage Travis was kicked off Gab. <laughs> Anyways, um, the startups, will the startups respect free speech? I think there will always be an underground pro-free speech. The internet, no longer the wild, wild west. This was a tip. Will be more and more regulated. Blech. But it, you can see it. It's in North Korea already. It's in China. It's in Russia. It's in the EU. The EU is pushing this stuff. And then American companies respecting the EU. Um, this guy, Sticks Hexenhammer666, talks a lot about this. And he's right. Some people had predictions about vaping and Uber, both innovative businesses dying due to regulations and jealousy amongst the, you know, taxis and unions and tobacco industry. I don't have a big opinion on that. I think it's true, though. People will stop apologizing um, in deference to outrage culture. Outrage culture. This was a tip. A la Trump, Tucker Carlson. Governor Ralph Northam, Democrat from Virginia. I wish that um, that guy from who I always bring up from Iowa, Steve King, Representative Steve King from Iowa, we need to get him on the Jesse Lee Peterson show, um, would not have backed down about this Western civilization so-called aligning with white nationalism, white supremacy. But he kind of joined forces with the forces against him. 
got kicked out of his committee assignments. I disagree with those who think that mainstream SJW acceptance of, you know, pedophilia as a um, so-called sexual, um, what is it called when you're attracted, attraction to kids? I don't think that that will spark a backlash against the SJW culture. I mean, it will a little bit, but mainstream, I think it'll just be continued to be accepted more and more degeneracy. The the values, the moral standards have only gotten lower to where you, the only way to prove somebody is evil is to say, oh, they're, they support pedophiles or under, ki- sex with underage kids or underage minors, right? That's the only, that's the, that's the only moral, moral thing anymore. No longer is it, oh, oh div- divorce and remarriage, that's immoral. But they're, they're no longer siding with that. And yeah, Trump participated, but um, no longer is it, oh, homosexual, he's homosexual, or they support homosexuality. No more is it even if they support abortion, they're immoral. Half the country supports the Democrats, I think, and they support all that. So the, the moral standards are just at a lower and lower. Maybe it'll raise a little. Some think Republicans will soon realize that um, they'll never win another election because of whites becoming a minority. And the white kids, the, I think kids under 18, are all, the whites are already a minority, if I'm not mistaken. Under a certain age, 12 certainly, I'm pretty sure. Some will wake up, but Hake thinks, I don't have to say, speak in third person. I think that they'll become the liberal libertarian party but still be called so-called right-wing, and people like Ilhan Omar and AOC Cortez, they'll be called center-left. Because <laughs> the fake news is so bad. I, I predict trucking will be a thriving industry. This is a continuation from the incel. You know that incel, uh, Brendio EEE, who was on my show? He didn't want to become a trucker. Um, when he was on Jesse's show, somebody called in and said, you could become a trucker. He did get a job, so that good for him. But if I'm wrong and trucking becomes automated, like these self-driving trucks deliver, um, you know, tankers everywhere or, you know, big um, containers everywhere, then I will owe you guys I, I was wrong. But I think trucking will still exist. More people will continue to, continue to wake up, and I think that that's true. Just listen, like I said, to the people waking up on the Jesse Lee Peterson show and church with Jesse Lee Peterson, many of them crediting... Uh, the fallen state. Some will fall away. And in May 22nd, 2029, Jesse Lee Peterson will turn 80. Dang. And still be better in shape than all of his Zoomer staff. <laughs> That's my predictions. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoy those. I don't know. Uh, Gavin out of Connecticut. Gavin, good to hear from you. What's up? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. Yes, go for it. How you doing? Yeah, I was just going to respond to this uh, 400,000 anchor baby thing. Yeah, born in 2019, 400,000, which is more than in 48, in each of 48 states, I think. Yeah, but as I was reading, as I was reading, as I was reading the article in the Breitbart, it yeah. was talking about, except for California mm-hmm. and Texas. Yeah, those are two of the biggest 
Anchor Baby states. <laughs> do, you, do you know during the Alamo years, do you know that California was part of Mexico? I heard that. And so, and, and so was Texas. Okay. All of Texas or parts of Texas? I don't know, but all right. And the, the thing is with that is, the funny thing is that they all migrate. A majority of them migrate to California. A majority of of Mexicans migrate to California? Yeah. Yeah. True. Because a, a majority of them. And then if you look at it, right, you do if you do research like these, these um, because I've done research on it, that that every time that they, like when they come here and they come over the border and they go in these sanctuary cities, what happens is, is that they, is that they get, they get, um, they, you know, they get, they get, they get housing, they get, you know, food stamps. Yeah. And not only, not only do they get housing and they get the place, but they also get it furnished too. Yeah. So my question is like, they care so much, like they'll, they'll bring them in and they'll set them up. Right. But then you have people in New York and California and, um, and in Oregon and in Washington that are living on the street and desolating on the street and they got mental problems yeah. and the government is not doing nothing about that, but they're ready to set up all these foreigners in our country. Yeah, it's, it's pretty back. It is pretty are? backwards. And these are colonizers. They're trying to take back California and Texas and America and they're yeah, getting and it. They're the same, and they're the same people that, that, that were against colonizing. Yeah. They're hypocrites. They became what they hated. <laughs> and it's funny. And the thing with all this stuff that's going on in Iran, yeah, they don't want a war with us. Nah. Because we, we can end that in the air in a matter of minutes. Yeah. True. He's just going to... And the thing was is that what people now are saying, that a majority of the weapons that these people are using came from the Obama era. Yeah, I mean, supposedly we armed them to help fight ISIS or something. And I don't know, maybe even under Bush we did that, I don't know. And, yeah, and, this, and, and the thing was, is like I always keep telling people all the time, this president that's in the White House, he is disposing these Democrats and this media for who they are. They hate America. Yeah. It's not that they hate Trump more than America. It's just that they hate America, period, for all that it stands for. Yep. Because check this out, right? They always like Kaepernick, right? <laughs> yeah. Kaepernick, then you have T.I., right? Yep. Right? And then you have uh, Stephen King, right? Stephen King? Or whatever his name is, right? But the thing was is that they always talking about how the white man put drugs in their neighborhood, right? But if you go and you watch their video, it's all about selling drugs. Yeah, women up, sleeping with women, abusing women, right? Yep. Right? Yes. And then with Kaepernick, he's all talking about how um, we are an inferior society. All right, go over to Iraq. Go over <laughs> to Iran and start talking about that. You're going to be, you're going to throw you off of a roof. Yeah. They're, they're, these people don't do their, their history. Do they do their history about Iraq, Iran slavery? You know, and not only that, in Africa is what started that. See, people talk about, keep forgetting that black people were selling their own people right. to everyone else. The whites didn't steal them. <laughs> they accused no, us of kidnapping of fact, the blacks. The ones that liberated them. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. It's ridiculous. <laughs>
And what's so bad about slavery anyways? <laughs> you don't even well, know anything about slavery, these people. Anyways, no, they man. have no idea. Yeah. And everything that they stand for is a lie. Yep. It's just pretense. <laughs> it's pretense. It's an imitation why of morality. Over there and, uh, why won't he go over to Iran and, and, and play soccer over there and, and see if they want him over there? <laughs> yeah. They'll kill him over there. Yeah. It's and a shame, man. That, yeah, the same people that are... Of, that that are that is that are defending these Iraq these Iran people and stuff like that. These these them Iran people that they're that they're defending think they're a joke. Yep. What one thing on death to America, death to Israel. They hated us since day one. The only way you can respond to a terrorist is by cutting their head off. Dang. Pretty That's brutal, Gavin. Respond with, with huh? I said pretty well, brutal. brutal, too. Look yeah. What, look what, and then they're all for gays and stuff like that. They'll throw gays off the roof. Yeah. And not only that, they kill Muslims, and they, and they kill this and that. There. And then we go over to China, sweatshops. These people talk about your iPhone is built in a sweatshop. Yeah. Your, the clothes that are on your back right now <laughs> is, 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 is built in a sweatshop, but they talk about preserving people's lives like like that guy in hollywood last the other night it was hilarious he he, he broke them all down they're hypocrites it's Every all last one of them they have no right to lecture us because look at the way they live it's all very selective morality right yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right they don't know what morality is <laughs> yeah they're going to get on there and say thank god for the award but god didn't give it a re- reward the god didn't give you reward talking about where you can have i know so you can make more <laughs> money or or you could take your shirt off and you know, and, and, and give oral fixation on the camera. I think they mean the god of this world. <laughs> Anyways, Gavin, appreciate you, man. Take care. No problem. I can go on and on about <laughs> the hypocrisy of this world, man. Yeah, I know. All right, man. You know, take you care. Take care, man. Have a wonderful day out there, man. You too. Daquan. Daquan, and am I pronouncing your name right? Yes, sir. First time caller out of Arizona. Daquan, what's up? Hey, man. Brother, hey. Hey. What's happening, man? Um, so my question was, uh, should a believer run a business? As right. in a Christian? Yeah, I'm a Christian. Christian. I believe in God. Believe yeah. In Jesus I th- Christ. Yeah, I think so. Why Why do you ask that? Why not? Because, like, I was raised, like, I, I grew up in my grandpa's home, and uh, I moved out because I didn't want to be a beta male. Speak and, up for um, me, man. Can you hear me? Yeah, that's a lot better, I think. Yeah. Okay. I grew up in my grandfather's house, and I was raised to, you know, go to college and or join the military or something like that. But I've always right. wanted to run my own thing, you know what I mean? And I've always, you know, I felt like the Lord was had led me to, you know, speak and write books and things of that n- nature, help people change their way of thinking. Because, I, I, I mean, I've heard you guys talk about it a little bit. I just started watching you guys. Um, you know, about the mentality, like, especially with black folks, and I'm black, 26, young guy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we got, like, this slavery mentality when there's How no did, longer... Daquan, let me yeah. let me interrupt you. Where did you. Where did you get the idea that the Lord was leading you to um, speak and help wake people up? Where did you get yeah. that notion? I mean, how, how did you... Um, how do you know that that's what... Uh, yeah, God yeah, was absolutely. doing. Um, well, when I was in high school, like 
because uh, I, I didn't really grow up in a Christian home. Um, I mean, well, my, my grandpa, he brought me to church a, a couple times, like when I was younger. But I just thought it all was all a joke because I saw the way he was living outside of church. And, um, but I don't know, it's like, like when I was younger, I just, I would pray and I'll read the Bible because I was like, I was afraid of hell. <laughs> yeah. And I wanted to figure out, like, how do I get out of hell? And, um, and, and I don't know, like, I would go to church and I would see, like, the Bible would say certain things, like, you know, believers are supposed to overcome sin. But then outside of church, it's like they're in sin. And, and, it, and it didn't make sense to me. So, yeah. like, I wouldn't listen to pastors anymore. And I would just, just read the Word of God on my own. And, um, and I hate to say it, but it's like, it's kind of difficult to, to, to go to churches. Like, I want to be around the body of Christ, but then it's like the message has been twisted. Have you, you know what I mean? Have you overcome sin? Yes. Nice. How'd you find the Jesse Lee Peterson show and my show? Uh, (laughs) it's kind of a funny story, but a while back, um, my friend Dante, like he he would always talk about you guys, and he would always quote silly things that you would say, like beta, and and I didn't know what he was talking about, but uh, eventually, like I was on YouTube one day, and I just saw the name Jesse Lee Peterson, and I click on a video, and um, I think it was like savage moment stuff, yeah, and uh, I just thought it was hilarious. So then I, eventually, I just started watching you guys, your material, and just been hooked. <laughs> for the past couple months now. Nice, man. So what makes you confused about whether a Christian should have a business? Yeah, well, I just, like, I've been raised to, to like, just, just, just work, you know what I mean? Like, just get a job. And, and obviously, running a business, you, you have to work. You got to work. But what I'm saying is, is, like, working for the man, I guess you could say. And, um like go to college or join the military. Like a lot of my family's in a military background, but it was just never something that I really desired. And like, I don't know, I, I've always had a passion for helping the homeless. I know it kind of sounds cliche, you know, being a believer, but that's like literally where my heart is. Like people that are poor, people that are struggling with depression. And I'm like, I guess kind of like Jesus Christ, but for, for me, the way I see it, the only way I could see it working is if I run my own thing and make the kind of money that I know I can make and not just like a stable right. income, which is not necessarily stable anyway, because you can get fired at any moment. Well, like, man, you know what I recommend? Cause I don't know how, if you're asking advice, I don't know how to direct you. I would say call Jesse and you can either call his radio show or you can call, his office, if you just want to do like private counseling, schedule it and just talk for 30 minutes or an hour about these really? things. He does offer private one on one counseling. It, there is a fee, it's wow. quite affordable. And I definitely yeah. recommend checking it out. Um, rebuildingtheman.com and click on the counseling part, or you can call the office, uh, which is 800 411 Bond. 800 411 2663. Four one one bond. Yeah. All right, and is he coming back on the show today? Not today, but he's live Monday through Friday. It's it's Mountain Standard Time, so it would be seven a.m. to ten a.m. 
Monday through Friday, and then um, you can check out Sunday Church. You probably already are at live at noon your time, yeah. Mountain Standard, and then um, yeah. But you can call you the the office is open starting at nine a.m. Pacific ten your time, and it's open until uh, four Pacific, which is five your time, and um, Monday through Friday, or just call off hours, leave a message, and they'll get back with you. All right, Daquan. Absolutely. Good I luck, man. It, hey. Yeah, thank you. you. Take care. Let me get to Skip out of Augusta, Georgia. Skip, how are you? Hey, James, I'm doing good. Can you can you hear me better? Since I'm yeah. Not a, you hear me better? Yeah, you're fine. Okay. Look at here. When we make predictions, what do we make predictions based on? Based on anything. Based on usually what you see happen. And that trend in the past, yes, or whatever, right? Correct. Yep. Okay. Well, I, I I called with one, but I got two predictions. Yeah. The first the first prediction is I predict he's going to call a lot more a lot more people uh, snakes this year. True. I pre- I yeah. predict you're right. <laughs> okay. All and right. I also predict I also predict uh, because the number of blacks that's moving to Atlanta, Georgia, the chicken bone problem is going to get completely out of hand. In the next few years. Wow, I'm, well, that's a that's a sad prediction, man. I know, but we don't need power. to. We, but we don't need to be sad about it. Just well, call, need to be sad. Just call out the uh, litter bugs. <laughs> well, well, uh, Maze is teaching me how to use my brain power. So uh, right on. I that's how I came up with the second one. But look here, I know you're running out of time, so I'll talk to you later, buddy. All right, appreciate you, Skip. Thank you, man. Uh, all right, bye. Take care. You know, there are, I've noticed something about, like, men, that they bring, like, an unpredictability to the world. This is good. Trump, I didn't predict him rising. Um, although, once he came on the scene, I'm like, this guy's going to win because he's not apologizing. He's not backing down. He's, like, pushing for what he thinks is true, which is the truth, generally. Um, and then this Iran thing. Unpredict- Trump says he likes to be unpredictable, and that was quite unpredictable. And all these guys who are who've been listening or just now tuning in to the Jesse Lee Peterson show, as young as 17, 14, 12, on the on up to like people in their 70s, old ladies. Well, they're not they're not that old, right? But um, people waking up uh, from listening to the Jesse Lee Peterson show. I thought that my generation and younger was gone. And a lot of them are, but a lot of them are waking up. They're living, like, better than me, which is cool. So, um, that's, uh, that's something that's, that's, like, an unpredictable factor. Like, that's, like, from, they say that God works in mysterious ways, the Bible says it. Or something like that. Man's thoughts are not God's thoughts. And that unpredictability, I did not predict that young people would be waking up, men and women, all races, even the lesbians. <laughs> even some transgenders are fans of Jesse. That's cool. I mean, they're waking up out of that stuff. Some of them. Anyways, guys, we'll see you tomorrow on the Jesse Lee Peterson Show. It's, it's Wednesday. Tomorrow's Thursday. We'll have some answers to the biblical question and different things. TheHakeReport.com for my show. JLPTalk.com for uh, Jesse's show. And we have a cool announcement that is going to be so awesome that um, Joel will share maybe tomorrow. All right, guys, take care.